I just want to point out one thing. Are we going to, are we going to ignore the fact that Justin completely shaved right now? I don't know if that's his trigger or not, <laughs> but he looks 10 years younger. I, want to I feel like it's so a bad. whole nother person that's on this podcast. Right now. Hey, keep my beard out of your mouth, man. Keep it out of your mouth. <laughs> Someone slapped your beard off. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Welcome to the Restoring Our City podcast. We uh, took a breather. Man, we turned out 12 episodes in a row um, and we just needed a quick break. Um, so appreciate you guys uh, listening and following along. We are back with another episode and lots of it, lots of stuff going on in the news. And we wanted to connect with you guys um, and not just talk about the slap heard around the world <laughs> but from uh, Will Smith. But uh, we put some poll questions up on our Instagram and a lot of you actually responded and shared your, your feedback. So we wanted to touch on that and just kind of the bigger picture of uh, stuff going on um, dealing with conflict. And so I've got my fellow co-hosts on here, Jasmine Thomas and Bajoy Samuel. What's going on, guys? Did you watch the Oscars? Dude, we took two weeks off and I'm just going to say it's just crazy that this happens in between. But we saw that moment live. And I'm like, is this stage? Is this not? What's going on? American TV censored it. It jumped on Twitter and the Japanese TV stream had it uncensored. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I didn't watch it live. I was actually at dinner with some friends and then another friend texted a group me and they're like, dang, Chris Rock just got smacked. I'm like, what? And so then we're all like, obviously on our phones and everyone's talking about if it's, you know, if it was for real or staged or anything like that. So, yeah, I think it's I did more research on that than I did the whole, uh, russia ukraine in the last week which is really sad dude and everyone has an opinion about it and um and i think we're kind of jumping on it not to analyze i think pick apart that situation to talk about hey celebrity gossip i don't really care about that but um in terms of it it really hit a chord with a lot of people right and it's interesting because it apparently it's not staged right and it really did happen so kind of wanted to talk a little bit about conflict and how we actually kind of react to some of those things but like guys have you ever dealt with something like that in your life uh, i mean we're not celebrities but have you ever had to deal with something like publicly or a, a conflict like that i was gonna say it's probably because i was an unathletic nerdy kid but i never tried to get into physical violence because i know i'd get my butt whooped <laughs> so uh, interestingly enough you know it, it's funny but i could sympathize a little bit with uh the chris rock side here where he talks a lot about, you know, being insecure, being bullied as as a kid. Shoot, we made an entire show. Everybody hates Chris based off that entire like period of life. And then, you know, to to have that done in the most public way, it's like, oh, I feel bad for this guy in some way. But no, in terms of a physical like violent altercation, haven't had it. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Um, I mean, I've been pissed off at times for sure, but like I don't think it's ever escalated to that point where I've initiated. And I don't think I've annoyed anyone just in, like enough for someone to like come attack me, you know, but it's interesting in this situation, how dividing it is, right? Like there are, everyone's still divided on, on what the reaction should have been or who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, totally true. And I was going to say, but Joy, not in your like open mic days, you didn't like throw some insults in the audience as <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. I did. I did one open mic, dude. That's <laughs> 
No, no. <laughs> for everyone listening out there, Bejoy does stand-up comedy. Come <laughs> yeah. see him one day. <laughs> right. Headlining in a theater near you someday. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting you mentioned that, Bejoy. There are some divided opinions. And I actually wanted to share some of the comments that we got from our listeners where we asked the question, was Will Smith, um, was his actions justified? And we got a lot of a lot of responses, a lot of no's and a lot of O's strung along together. Um, but some really interesting thoughts. I actually wanted to read a few of them. Uh, so one said, commend Chris Rock as he got disrespected to the highest degree live on TV and didn't retaliate. I thought that was really interesting. Um, another one said, the standard society has made is to justify any retaliation as long as any victim feels offense which is another one. So um, a couple things, you know, a couple other folks said, and if a white person had slapped Chris Rock, would they still have won best actor? So just the race nuance was brought into it too. So lots of differing opinions, you know, from our, our listeners too. So what do you guys think about it in terms of like conflicts, you know, especially something to trigger someone to react that way? How do you know what triggers someone to react is there a way to even know and what's the line there i don't know if it's unless you really know someone well and you've seen them in the context of a lot of different environments it's really hard to know what someone's trigger is and i think i was telling you guys this earlier i also think that what triggers someone in one instance may not trigger them in another instance right like there's so many nuances to it like i rarely find someone who's triggered by the same thing consistently and and every single time that something happens, right? Like there's other things that layer on to whether you're riled up by something in that moment or if you just let it pass, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, it It's really hard to, again, tell what triggers someone unless you're really close to them. Um, but, you know, in some senses, the questions of like, well, there might be like general lines, right? Like we're not going to joke about very serious topics or if you're going through something with like a crazy disease of course let's not make make fun of it or, or light of it um so i think there might be like general fence posts somewhere but once we start getting you know into nuanced sort of jokes and stuff it's hard to sometimes tell yeah i, I think you know the health part of this some folks felt like that was the line right mm -hmm. like um, you can't joke about disease and things like that, but then you're talking about a comedian who does this for a living and he's made fun of people. Um, so, so where is the line? And if we create a line, then who, who, you know, monitors that line and who is the judge, jury and executioner of that line? You know, it's like, how do you kind of, you know, measure it right. And police it. I was going to say like with comedians though, like they're, that's their, like they're unapologetically, like that's their job. They just make fun of everything, everybody. They don't care. People try to cancel them. Like that's the lifestyle that they have chosen. And I'm sure they're going to offend people, you know? And so like when we, when we deal with things like that, you know, I feel like this situation is a microcosm of like stuff that we deal with all the time. We've probably been offended to the point of, Hey, I'm going to react. Right. So like, have you ever had to, you probably didn't get slapped on the stage on stage in front of thousands of people and rich and famous people, but have you ever had to restrain yourself from reacting to someone that you want bringing to Bringing this back publicly? to community. Yeah, no, I was going to say that you could share publicly, right? I think bringing it back to you, uh, a community, I think a lot of times, um, especially when we deal with 
conflicts, especially within like church, right? I'll bring to that context. There are definitely things that get my blood to boil. And there are so many times, uh, whether it's in a larger meeting or something that I like vehemently disagree with, um, that I want to react that way. Um, I would say you two guys sometimes are restraining forces because there will be things that I'm thinking about that I might want to say that I might want to tell like a pastor or an elder. And honestly, I think both of you have probably asked me this question at some point. It's almost like, hey, is this the hill you really want to die on? <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? That really calms me down right now. No, I will die on a different hill. The hill hasn't come yet, but one day it will come and I will answer yes to that question. I just want to point out one thing. Are we going to, are we going to ignore the fact that Justin completely shaved right now? I don't know if that's his trigger or not, <laughs> but he looks 10 years younger. I, want to I feel like it's so a bad. whole nother person that's on this podcast. Right now. Hey, keep my beard out of your mouth, man. Keep it out of your mouth. <laughs> Someone slapped your beard off. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, God. <laughs> That's best episode of the year so far. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to call it out, but we <laughs> somebody found the fountain of youth. Uh, <laughs> uh, trigger warning. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, some people might be offended. And you're talking about your facial hair. Um, but no, it, it's, it's an interesting point, right? Like there are some kills that we should die on and we should stand up for, right? We shouldn't just like let everything pass over. You know, my wife is joking with me. She's like, would you stand up for me that way? I'm like, of course I'd stand up for you, but oh, I'd probably gosh. give him a stern talking to you, right? Like wag my finger, but I can't slap someone for that. I'd be like, somebody made a joke. I'd be like, man, I, I really like comedy. <laughs> I but really I also it. hope that like Jen would be like, Joby, you're about to make a fool of yourself, of our, our family, of our reputation. Sit your butt down. We'll take care of this later, right? Like, I hope there's some... Me. Not allow exactly. me to hit someone in the face. It's like, sure. would you? I appreciate the thought. Never do the action. Right. right. You know, I was I was thinking the other day when this whole thing was going on to like, you know, that triggered him, right? Like, not to talk about the specific incidents, but the the whole thing about Jado, Will Smith, tr it got triggered, went and slapped Chris Rock, and we're all sitting here like on two sides of it, where it's like, well, he's a comedian, he's gonna make fun of everybody. That's what he does. Like, we're just easily offended, and then I wonder as you know are we not offended enough right like like not to say that we should always be triggered by everything right there is a line of jokes and whatever but then i'm like as christians what if like we were sitting there and it was like this joke about jesus about whatever right like is that going to get our blood boiling or are we going to justify and be like hey he's just a comedian he offends everybody so it's really interesting of like what that line is and do we should we be more offended? I don't know. You know. Yeah, that's a really great question, right? So how do we react to it? Because I think there's there's a purpose in engaging conflict. I think there's, you know, I read this, you know, small group curriculum years ago from the Gospel Center Life to deal with conflict. There's attackers and withdrawers. There's some people who engage in conflict and then they attack. That's their response. They just engage and I'm going to fight back because I'm going to win somehow. And then there's some people who withdraw and they're like, you know what? I'm going to avoid this situation completely. I'm going to just, you know what? Say whatever you want. Right. And both of those things are unhealthy approaches. And it feels like you have to kind of mediate somewhere in the middle to engage in the dialogue, because if I was really offended, I need to let you know I, that was offended. 
I can't smack you in the face, but right. I might need to engage in dialogue with you. So yeah, that's a great point. I think we should be offended when we are truly hurt, right? There's no way to hide from that. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, we need to be open, honest with our feelings, just like you said, Joby. And at the same time, uh, to you, I think you were talking a little bit about, you know, how do we sort of resolve these conflicts or at least address um, when something offends us. And I'll say like, you know what, if, if something happens to you in private, it makes sense. Go to your offender in private and try to resolve that. And of course, if they don't listen, you know, you go the biblical route, bring a couple people uh, with you, et cetera. But then some, when something happens publicly, right, I think oftentimes like, I do think maybe it should be addressed publicly, right? Like, how do I wish he resolved it? I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you, you show your displeasure somewhere else. Maybe you take you know, the mic during your, your speech uh, that you would have won and use that in some sort of uh, way. But, you know, I think the way that we respond also publicly has to, at the very least, like be a good witness as well. And um, yeah, I'm not sure what the best way would have been. So, all right, let me ask you as a question then. If we, if there was a, have you been in a situation where a comedian or someone made jokes about Christianity or about what you believe in or about your culture or whatever, have you been, have you ever been offended by those comments or do you just kind of yeah. wash it up? No, I've, I've been offended by comments like that. And I, like, I, sometimes I just don't laugh. Like if I was in the audience, I'd be like, ah, that's not funny. Right. Mm. But I can't stop them from making the joke. No, true. You know? But yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And uh, it was funny because this goes back to uh, uh, Family Guy, right? I think this is the one that comes to mind. There was an episode uh, years ago, if you guys have ever watched Family Guy, where Peter Love that show. gets this this uh, old CD of uh, the song called Surfing Bird. And everyone knows the Surfing Bird episode. And throughout this episode, uh, they kind of bring Jesus back and you know, he kind of like goes down this wrong path and this entire like ridiculous story about, you know, what, what happens when Jesus comes back to earth and he's just kind of chilling. Um, and I'll be honest, I think when I was younger, it was hilarious to me. Um, but I think as I got older, you know, to your, your point, yes, those kind of things ought to get my blood to boil because it does sort of publicly reduce, you know, who Jesus ought to be to us. Um, how do I respond to that? I don't know. Do I write a letter to Seth MacFarlane? I'm not sure. Um, but no, that's a great, great question, yeah. DeJoy. Yeah. No, I think it's it's definitely something worth exploring because I don't think we should learn from the situation to say, never get offended or let everything roll off your back and then, or go the opposite extreme and just attack everybody, right? Um, it's almost like, how do we reconcile with each other, right? I think the Bible calls us to reconcile with each other. How do you reconcile situations where there's obvious conflict? I'm obviously hurt. I can't hide that. Will Smith was obviously hurt. And if somebody offended my family, I would be obviously hurt. So like, how do we restore the relationship? And maybe that's a challenge to like our listeners too. Like if everybody, you, all of us are going to get into conflicts or have been in conflicts, how do you resolve those things in a very healthy way? I think oftentimes we choose to be passive that, you know, like that's the opposite for us. It's like either we react or we don't react at all. That idea of like, what does it look like to, like we were talking about pull someone aside and let them know how we were offended and how we feel like, I don't think we're, a lot of us are not like that. You know, we're, we're so, we care so much about what people think and we just want to be peaceable with everybody that we, by the time we get to a point where we, 
feel like we can approach someone about it, it's it's not boiling over for us anymore. And then we just pass it off as like, eh, it's fine. I'm over it. Like, whatever. If it happens again, I'll talk to him. Right. Like, that's the kind of attitude. So I think I think we have a tendency to be more passive than we are active about that. Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, to your question too, Jobin, um, you know, sometimes when we get to that level with someone else, it's hard for us to go to them one-on-one. Yeah, I, I get that. You know, sometimes the Bible will be like, hey, you know, if you have a sacrifice and you're going to bring it to the altar, but you remember you have a conflict with someone, just leave it there and go reconcile and then come back. But sometimes that's significantly harder said than done, right? And uh, it was funny, still in within thinking about the Oscars, I like how P. Diddy came out and it's like, you know what, after party, you know, Will, Chris, we're going to figure this out, talk to this like brothers and um, actually sent you guys um, a quote, but an excerpt from a Yahoo article that was put out earlier this week, uh, Denzel was giving, you know, uh, an interview and he kind of said this too, which for me was really, really telling. He said, you know, fortunately there were people there, not just me, but others. Tyler Perry came immediately over there with me and we said some prayers. I don't want to say what we talked about, but, but for the grace of God, go any of us. Who are we to condemn? I don't know all the ins and outs of the situation, but I know the only solution was prayer. That's the way that I see it. And I'm like, man, even in this situation, right? Like when you see two other people in conflict, what's your first reaction? I think we're all talking about it and it's great and we need to learn lessons. But, uh, you know, how striking was it that Denzel and Tyler Perry's first reaction is, let me pull this dude over and let's pray first, right? Yeah. And you, that is, that's huge. And I think that's a lesson we all can learn from that situation, right? Like, what is our first reaction when we see two others conflict? Are we going to be peacemakers and agents of reconciliation? Are we going to just talk about stuff or are we just going to pray with them first and see, let God do the healing? Yeah, well said. I think that's a great way to like, think about it. In conflict, we could be the offended or we could be the offenders, but then also sometimes we're on the peripheral, right? Mm -hmm. And we might be on the outside looking in at people who are in conflict. What can we do as a community, right? Like, hey, instead of gossiping about it and trying to figure out who did what and who's to blame, maybe we could be the peacemakers. I think those are the most important characters in this story that we could probably learn from is, you know, Denzel Washington, right? <laughs> so uh, what a good I'm actually, I'm surprised by, you know, that that part of it did get a little bit of attention. Yeah. You know, which I'd be surprised because I would think that they wouldn't, cover that at all right and they would just focus on the conflict and not on like the advice or whatever that he got and i almost wonder if it's because it's denzel and medea you know that were (laughs) uh praying for him i wonder if that's why but yeah it's just it's interesting because normally stuff like that wouldn't get the media attention i i think it's really great i mean what what did denzel say he said at your highest moment be careful that's when the devil comes for you uh, which is really powerful it's it's true right it's sometimes we got to just be uh have our wits about us right when when things are going good and we every one of us can be in that situation and we can all snap at a moment's notice right with everything going on in the world but i think we can all learn lessons right as a community because there are some things that could trigger us and we have to we can't possibly know what could be those triggers in other people but we should really be careful in what we say to other people and um how we treat each other and um i think there's some really great lessons learned here so guys thanks for dissecting this wonderful bit of juicy celebrity gossip (laughs) Um, but i think there's some really important lessons for our community so thanks for uh going over it and love to hear your feedbacks please keep coming let those questions come in 
use our ask us anything uh, link and, and send those in but appreciate you guys jumping on today yep don't slap Thanks, anyone guys. at your next uh, general body meeting all right yes. that's the advice yeah. for the week don't Keep don't get don't get will smith be careful <laughs> about will smith. <laughs> careful about what you say to people be careful all, all right, right guys good. see ya Thanks for listening to this episode. Check us out at restoringourcity.org. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify to get the latest content. The Restoring Our City podcast is hosted by Jobin Verghese, Jasmine Thomas, and Bajoy Samuel. Graphics by Claire Skelly, Alexander Skowalski, and Teresa Studley. Our music is Jazzy Abstract Beat by Coma Media from Pixabay. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.